Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Theoretically, there is absolutely nothing stopping Fox Mulder and the lone gunman to just charge into your residence and find your lab of secret clones. That's why insurance is important. And that's why this week's episode of The Bloom Files is sponsored by our friends at GEICO. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's Geico.com. The truth is out there. And here, who knows? Either way, we're opening up the Bloom Files here on Post Show Recaps, an X-Files first watch slash rewatch podcast. Hello, everybody. Mike Bloom here. <laughs> it's a very special episode of the X-Files. Why is it special? I mean, this is a pretty heavy oh, episode. Okay. It is. It's true. You also it's, just did a little dance while you were in doing the intro. Which I was running I out of breath, and so I think I was physically was like, <sighs> pushing breath out of myself to get through the sentence. I liked it. It was cute. All right. Well, maybe we'll add it in. Uh, but every episode of the Bloom Files and the X Files by proxy are special. But we are getting into a very big episode. Yes. You you really did not uh, undersell the value of no. Memento Mori. No, and I think we had a few comments. People were like, why aren't you doing Leonard Butts as well? Why aren't you doing Leonard this? Leonard Butts? It's, a, it's, a, it's an episode title, Leonard Butts. Is his name is Leonard Butts? <laughs> I guess it's a good thing we didn't do that episode or you would be laughing the whole time. Wait, is it B-U-T-Z or no, is it B-U-T- like... I think it's B-U-T-T. <laughs> I don't know. Now I don't know. Now I don't know. Now I have to look it up. Um, I'm going to look it up. Leonard Butts. Doesn't come up in a Google search. Oh, farmer. He's a farmer's insurance agent. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations for making Uh, the show, Mr. X-Files. I'm definitely going to put that in there. Uh, Bets. Bets. Okay. So it's it's not. I remembered it as Butts. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, what a good episode that would have been. That would have been a great episode. Just me being like, well, this would have been a lot better if it was named Leonard Butts. I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah, sorry. My B, everyone. Everyone at home is like, oh, my God. But my, it was a- my B-U-T-T-S. Anyway, it ends with a discovery that leads Scully to maybe thinking that she has the big C, which is how the episode opens. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, let's But do- there, what's wild about that is that there's an episode in between Leonard Betts and this episode, which is the tattoo episode. Oh, weird. So it's almost like it's like what they did with um with with Scully getting abducted yes. in one breath, right? And then like, there's oh, that random vampire episode. So let's, in between. Do, let's just put an episode in as sort of like a cleanser, if you will. Can you 
briefly for for my sake and maybe some listener sakes as well do like a tldr for leonard butts bets yeah so the i mean the episode of leonard bets is a monster of the week episode and it's about a guy who feeds off of cancer oh like geez. he's a cancer eating mutant and effectively like takes over other people's bodies by eating their cancer um so disgusting you would mm-hmm. have been totally grossed out by this episode but yeah he and then he goes after Scully, and that's how she realizes she has cancer. What if someone had butt cancer? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's fair to say. It seems like she had the idea planted in her head, at least, that something's up. Yeah, no, so she thinks she, because of that, like, she some, thinks she has cancer. Okay, so that's going to sort of pursue her down. To get tests. Okay, to get tests, because let's talk about how this opens. I mean, you could tell, again, it's a very mm-hmm. special episode of The X-Files. Based Very on the, serious. Based on the way that they open things, they open on this monologue that turns out to be Scully's writing like a series of journal entries to, to Mulder. Mulder. Mm-hmm. And sort of like, is it like a last will and testament? It's kind of like a goodbye letter. It actually, these journal entries make me so sad whenever yeah. I get, that's why I think I love this episode. Love this episode. I like this episode so much. No, you love it. I do love it. And I feel like it's because it really lets you see Jillian Anderson from a point of view of, emotion and mm-hmm. like depth that we know ha- this, this is we an, haven't seen no this is an incredible scully episode we, we saw it a little bit in like and it really one breath, it but. really solidifies their relationship like the moment i feel like you finally get to see what everyone else sees when they see like oh scully and Mulder and their special bond special bond i'm still not shipping them but i know the it doesn't matter if you ship them or not they're 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 scully and Mulder, and they love each other and it's like it's love beyond any the stars of- yeah, beyond like carnal like need, it's like about them. They're they're almost soulmates. Ah, yeah, but you know that's what she sort of talks about in this opening mm-hmm. thing, right? Actually, let me. I'll read it. I actually pulled up the transcript. Oh boy! Well, because here's the thing: do take, your best, Jillian Anderson. Taking notes in the mm-hmm. opening sequences of these things is often an exercise in futility because they're. You often, also take elaborate notes. Like they, I don't take notes. Well, they're, I'm also that type of person that will only usually remember something if I write it down. Yeah, and so that's why I write down a lot. But it's tough when they're giving out freaking like graduate school dissertations in the opening stanzas. I know. Of, yeah, of you should scripts. just write down Scully writes poem and then look it up later. <laughs> All right, well, this is what Scully says. I feel like time, I feel time like a heartbeat, the seconds pumping in my breast like a reckoning. The luminous mysteries that once seemed so distant and unreal, threatening clarity in the presence of a truth entertained not in youth, but only in its passage. Mm. I feel these words as if their meaning were weight being lifted from me knowing that you will read them and share my burden, as I have come to trust no other, that you should know my heart, look into it, finding there the memory and experience that belong to you, that are you, is a comfort to me now as I feel the tethers loose and the prospects darken for the continuance of a journey that began not so long ago. Tethers loose, by the way, it feels very much like the whole... The one breath thing, yeah. Yeah, the boat on the the Mm -hmm. dock. And which began again with a faith shaken and strengthened by your convictions. If not for which I might not have, if, if, for if not for which I might never have been so strong now, as I cross to face you and look at you incomplete, hoping that you will forgive me for not making the rest of the journey with you. 
I mean, yeah, like you said, uh, especially if that last sentence indicates everything, Scully's basically like, this is my final message. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be able to do the rest of this with you, and I hope that you'll be okay with that. And the camera work is really great because it starts on this just, like, very blurry Mm -hmm. white light in the distance, much like you might find when you're near death's door, and then the camera goes down the hallway, Mm -hmm. and then it eventually turns into Scully in a room by herself, looking at an x-ray that gets like yeah the white light is the light from big old like jelly bean sized tumor in her x-ray in her nasal cavity yes her then with her nasal nato pharyngeal uh so yeah so so basically Mulder goes to visit scully and uh, she's like no i'm good i'm gonna continue work yeah at least initially right she well yeah before she decides like that she needs to acknowledge that it's something more than just typical cancer yeah well, that's the thing as well, is that uh, this opening of the episode really indicates how just, like, huge this is. Like, I imagine this storyline is not going away anytime soon. No, but it, to an extent, I think that you feel like it's not at the beginning maybe tied into anything extraterrestrial. You're just like, oh, Scully's cancer. Right, but then we'll we'll talk about yeah. it later on. I mean, what's interesting about this is I, I read up that this episode only got written in like two days. Yeah, I read because that too. <laughs> I guess like they ha- they were expecting a Darren Morgan script and he didn't come through and sort of like crap, let's do something. Yeah. But I know Wild. that there was some disagreement in the writer's room as to whether to go down this path. Yeah, because I think that a lot of people felt like it was gonna be inevitable after the Moof what do we call it? Moof on. Moof on. After the Moof on initial episode with Betsy Hugopian and all of the cancer there that it was like inevitable that Scully would get cancer as well. Right. And but so I, but not I, everybody felt that way though. But I, yeah, I think there's also an argument that I think the show pulls it off well, but I do feel like it's like, on the she have to? tropey <laughs> it is to be like, tropey. Oh, a character gets sick. You know, it's very, it's soapy, soapy and tropey in that regard. But again, I think it's done well here because to your point, it connects back to the larger mythos. This yeah. isn't like, well, we have to complicate the plot. Scully hasn't done anything for a bit, so now she has cancer. No, it's she has cancer because of her involvement with the X-Files. So what's interesting here, and again speaks towards that relationship you spoke about, is that Scully is going to tell Mulder first before yeah. even her family, her slowly mm-hmm. winnowing family. I think it's because she trusts him in a way that, like, you know, you trust your best friend more than you trust your parents. So, you know, like, you you talk to your best friend about stuff that's happening and maybe you're scared to tell your mom because yeah. your mom will have a different reaction than somebody who's a peer. Well, it's interesting because she's almost treating her mom like a mom, right? There's the whole yeah. trope of where... You'll call your mom like, oh, mom, what's going on? Oh, nothing. My leg fell off. And yeah. I had to go to the hospital, but it's fine. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah, That's exactly. what she's kind of doing right now. Well, And she knows that her mom has been through a lot with losing her dad and then losing Melissa. Yeah. And so she maybe is just like, let's give her an easy pass here. She'll find out about it later. But Mulder is it's I wouldn't say he's taking the skeptics point of view. He literally does say, I refuse to believe that. Yeah. But it's more so him saying you know, Scully at this point has sort of consigned herself to her fate. She says that, you know, if this tumor reaches her brain, she has a 0% chance of survival. Yeah, and that surgery is, like, basically not possible. Yeah, and Mulder basically says, nope, uh, something's going to happen. You'll figure it out. You're a good doctor. Yeah, exactly. Medical doctor. And then Scully replies, for as many times as I said that to you, I'm certain about this as you have ever been. Essentially saying, like, no, you got to trust the science here this time, Mulder. I have cancer, you know? Yeah. So then they're going to talk to Skinner, right? To be like, 
Hey, just so you know, I'm going to have to take a leave of absence because I'm no, dying. No, she says she's not. Is taking she? the, Yeah, she says, he says, oh, I assume you're taking a leave of absence. And she's like, no, actually, no, I'm going to, re- I'm going to stay at work. Yeah, though Skinner has to awkwardly handle this situation, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. And she's like, yeah, that was awkward, but I'll accept your apology. Yeah, <laughs> super weird. Well, you know, again, you talked about how Skinner, I wouldn't say has a relationship with Scully, but I think he regards her much more than he does Mulder. Uh, and so yeah, when he finds out this news like about her, it's more, not fun. No, and she's like a little bit more his friend, for yeah. sure. But I was surprised. Maybe, again, it's it's just the, the amount of jumping we've been doing between episodes. I did not immediately put two and two together with the, the cancer and the MUFON stuff until they brought it up. Yeah, I mean, I knew, so it was hard for yeah. me to like. Because well, I remember when we saw the move on people, which is, I think, back when that was maybe the Nisei stuff. I don't remember. I think so. They're just so ingrained in it for me. I'm like, yeah. uh. Because <laughs> that was the one that had the train and the boat yes, and yes, everything yes, yes, like yes, that. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's when she met with Mufon and they go see Betsy Hagopian, even though they're in her house. Uh, yeah, but, but she and wasn't there's there. all those women. Yeah, but she wasn't there because she was like undergoing cancer treatment, essentially. Yeah, and so they go back there because why do they go back there? Dude. Mulder thinks that it's yeah, because Mulder. Well, Mulder basically feels like, oh, remember when all the movie oh, yeah, members died of brain cancer? Oh, this is because this must have happened when you were abducted. Scully, of course, retorts with like. No, 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 I, no. I just I, again remember that episode, Mulder. I don't think I was even abducted in the first place. Yeah, this, this is this is not a thing. She doesn't remember it the way the other women did. But anyway, they go to Allentown, yeah. Pennsylvania. I would say living here in Allentown, but not a lot of the Mufon members are living anymore. Just one. Betsy's dead. Yeah, Betsy's dead. They drop in on the the realtor, right? Who's mm-hmm. like doing an open house and essentially yeah. saying that she died. And I guess it turns out that essentially, no, it's. The guy there. Oh, yeah, I know. Kurt yeah. Crawford, right? What? That's the character, Kurt Crawford. I don't know her name. No, it's a man. The man in the house. No, that was a woman. No, the guy that they come upon no, in they his house. No, they come up. They go to visit. Oh, the only other MUFON yeah, member so left. They, so they go to, to Betsy Hagopian's house. Yes. They take a look inside. Right, because it's hear empty. bleep bloops from the basement, and they find that the computer's being hacked. Mm-hmm. And so they trace that computer back to right, this Kurt is Crawford's Kurt, this place. Is, yes, and he is David Love, the clone. Yes, he is one of the clones. I was like, is that his name David Love? David Lovegren is the actor. Oh, that's a fun name. Not as good as Leonard Butts, no. but... Nobody's is. Anyway, so he's like, uh, I'm the only MUFON member left. Um, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so they, they're able to take Kurt Crawford, though it turns out that apparently he was tasked by Betsy Hagopian to wipe the yeah, computer. because she had like all the files on there. Yeah, she had all this info. And it's basically like, I, if I die, I don't want this falling mm-hmm. into the wrong hands. Uh, and then we also found out that basically, again, all the MUFON members are dead, except for one who's been in the hospital, and they're being she's being treated by a man named Dr. Scanlon, Dr. Mm-hmm. Scantron. Dr. Uh, Scantron. Doctor, the throwback for all you 90s kids out there. Mm-hmm. Number two pencil only. <laughs> mm-hmm. These are good. Do you have any more? <laughs> no. Well, I just remember I took such complicated tests in high school that you'd never have ones that would be like A, B, C, D, E. A, B, A, C, A, D. Oh, yeah, of course. So, little known fact about Angela, she does not take tests well. No, because you got tricked. I do got, I got tricked. So, if all my New Yorkers out there, 
being basically taught to take regents exams their entire lives and regents exams do this thing where it's always the the answer is always like a little bit of a trick. Mm -hmm. So I was like basically taught to take a test thinking that the test was trying to trick me. Yeah, you're essentially you were given like the molder way of taking tests, right? And so when I there's there's some there's something else going on underneath the surface. So I never took tests well. And then in college, I remember I had to take like a math course for like general academic requirements. And it was like the easiest math course ever. And I remember I would just the first test I took, I did really, really badly on. And he was like, what happened? Like, you seem to understand everything in class. And I was like, um, I don't know. I thought that those answers were those answers because they weren't those answers. And he was like, what? And like, I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I guess you're not trying to trick me into a failing so grade. That, that very much is Dr. Scantron, though, right? He seems yes. fine on the surface, but there's something mm-hmm. lurking underneath. Sorry, I took a drink of water and you didn't fill in the gap. <laughs> no, I, I want to keep that gap nice and empty. Yes, much like the pursuits that, that Mulder is pursuing are empty, at least at the moment. So while Scully goes to visit this woman in the hospital, and this is where we hear about mm-hmm. Dr. Scantron, Mulder is sort of looking into some stuff with Kurt Crawford and finds out that most of the MUFON women were treated at this one fertility clinic. Yeah, well, he finds records that they were childless, but they'd been treated at a fertility clinic. But like none of them... I guess basically all of them are barren is what he finds yeah. out. But basically he's saying like, oh, there might be something here. It's too much of a coincidence. And yeah. Scully says, no, the truth is in me. That's where I need to pursue it. She's not going to go down. Mulder's she basically trail. elects to like get chemotherapy. <laughs> what I will say as well, and we talked about this when we were watching the episode, I am incredibly surprised this was not a two-parter. Yeah, me too. I think it's one of those things that I don't even remember it being that involved but i guess the two-parter comes later on you know in in the conclusion of it down the line you know because she stops getting treatment but she still has cancer yeah i just think it's interesting because i think the there's so much there's gonna come a point where there's there's gonna come a point where it's like oh scully is like we need to save her you know yeah but i think there's so much action that mm -hmm. happens in this episode that i am surprised they packed it into 42 minutes considering like again going back to nisei in 731 it felt like nisei was so much setup, and then 731 mm-hmm. was all action. And now we sort of have it all crammed into one episode. It's impressive. Yeah. Anyway, we lose uh, Kurt Crawford one. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, Kurt Crawford's just like hanging out by himself. Mulder left well, him. Because he went to go see Scully. Yeah. And then here comes, is this the, the gray-haired man? This, this is, is the not, gray-haired man. This is not man. the alien bounty hunter. No, this is the gray-haired man. He, he pointy jabs him. Yeah, he's got the, the necky pointy thing. And we find out that Kurt Crawford was an alien. Human hybrid. Human hybrid. But I think you you established a good rule on the X-Files for me, Angela. It's just assume everyone is an alien. Yeah, just assume that if if it's not Scully and it's not Mulder and it's not somebody you know is like already on the series, then it's probably an alien. (laughs) Yeah, well, especially a new character. Yeah, in an arc episode, for sure. Yeah, exactly. No matter what, it's either an alien or an alien-human hybrid or involved with aliens in some way. Yeah, or part of the syndicate. Yeah, so Dr. Scantron's going to appear to Scully the next morning, yes. uh, saying that, you know, he literally comes in through a beam of light. Mm-hmm. So again, calling back to that, like, guardian angel one breath aspect, yeah. I guess, sort of the devil on her shoulder instead, mm-hmm. and says, hey, you're going to undergo this treatment. This It's experimental. It's fine. But you're going to feel like you're dying. Yeah, and she's like, well, I'm familiar with chemotherapy, basically saying that it's chemotherapy, but it's unclear if it actually was or not. I think it's like some combination of chemo and something else. I I, uh, have been fortunate enough to not go through chemo or, or know people who do. I, I know people. You know people. My aunt went through chemotherapy. Okay, so, but I My feel uncle. like the process that 
we see her go through is that chemotherapy where they put like that plastic thing over your face oh i don't know i think i thought chemotherapy was injected that's what i thought it was just intravenous yeah so i think that that part was the extra stuff that he was doing right because he has treatments on top of other treatments i guess treatments on treatments on treatments Mm -hmm. uh but she's gonna get some some nice bedside visit here mrs scully has Finally showed up yeah. completely in her right to be mm-hmm. PO'd about the fact that She's her like, daughter. Why didn't you tell me? Why did you not tell? Do you realize how many kids I have left? They grow fewer and fewer by the day. Well, she does have a brother. She does have. Well, she does have a brother. Yeah. All oh, right. She does have a brother. I think she has a couple brothers. Yeah, I remember when we saw that flashback when she tells. That You'll story. see his one brother, her one brother, in in an episode. Ooh, a Scully brother in Emily. Yeah, episode. but I I just I feel so terrible for this woman. It's very much like Mrs. Mulder mm-hmm. in that regard, and that like she has experienced so much loss Trauma. in her family, especially in the past few years specifically. Like, remember, it's hard not to blame them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, she lost Miss Mr. Scully passed away in what season one. And then they lost Melissa. Although that was just like, a, that was like his heart gave out. But, yeah, but that's still traumatizing. Yeah, it you, is traumatizing. I'm just saying it wasn't Mulder and Scully. Yeah, and then you lose <laughs> Melissa in the previous season, which was a little bit of Mulder's. That was definitely their fault. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 got to be really taxing yeah, on her. But it's okay. She's there now to hug her mommy. Yeah, and Scully does uh, this sort of... So this is when we see the treatment, right? Which, again, she puts on yes. this odd... Pla- it's almost like Scully was an action figure, and this is the plastic mm-hmm. casing she came in, right? That you had to take off. Like it fits over her face. It's like a yeah. see-through mask. I feel like somebody out there is screaming at us right now that this is like a real cancer. I would treatment. love, I would love to hear about that <laughs> yeah. because it was, it was absolutely freaky. Yeah, it was a little weird. Uh, um, and so she, she goes on to talk about how she compares cancer to what a dark stranger mm-hmm. who enters your home and then turns it against itself. And it's it's very comparable to an alien invasion. She yeah. says, you know, you start as an invader and then you become one with the invaded. Isn't that the entire colonization yes. plot in a nutshell? I think it is. I think that's intentional. Yeah. So it's <laughs> being like, uh, I'm dealing with my own invader in a manner yeah, speaking. For sure. Um, meanwhile, Mulder's breaking and entering. Yes. And uh, <laughs> before we get into that, before Mulder starts breaking some locks, uh, let's talk about some of our own invaders, friendly invaders. We're going to hear a word from our sponsors. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, yeah. Mulder is just straight up breaking into yeah, the building. Yeah, so he has... 
he's back with Crawford, which is confusing at first. Yes, because, a, which we'll find out is a Crawford. Yeah, so we thought, we're like, oh, maybe he didn't die, but then you find out he's clone. But yeah, anyway. Oh, maybe his face wasn't bubbling over they, with green uh, goo. They go to the database of the fertility clinic and they find Scully's information there. And Mulder's like, absolutely the fuck not. Yeah. She has not been receiving fertility treatments. So exactly. like, what the heck's going on here? Meanwhile, Scully is having some delightful drill dreams. Triple D. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, and th- these are very much so the images we saw during her abduction where the drill's coming down, but her yeah. eyes were closed then and now they're open. Right, exactly. Maybe a symbol of like her eyes are being open mm-hmm. to what's actually happening. Yeah, and so what, what did we find out later and what we sort of find out now is that all of these women when they were abducted were taken to a fertility clinic mm-hmm. had their eggs basically radioactively like they were radioactively triggered triggered so that all of their eggs came out at yeah. once harvested them and left them barren and yeah. also with cancer because the treatment uses radioactivity yeah it'd be like you know getting eggs from a chicken that way exactly you know? yeah so it's it's been Real rough for these women. So Mulder sees Scully's name here, and he goes directly back to Skinner because he says, Cancer Man's behind this. I just know it. Well, and he's he, not wrong. He's not wrong, but you can you can feel the eye roll coming yeah. from Skinner, basically. Skinner's like, I don't want to like, deal with this shit. <laughs> mentioning his name. He's living rent-free in your head right yeah. now. Yeah. So he basically is asking Skinner to try to convince the smoking man to save Scully. But Skinner's like, I don't like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, he tells him you can't ask the truth of a man who trades and lies, which is valid. Look, Skinner's going to break his own cardinal rule later on. He feels like he doesn't have a choice. Right. But I think he has a good point in this moment of like, this guy's going to turn, is going to dupe you really at every turn. Yes. Yes. He's keeping you alive for like his own reasons, but what gives you any sense that he's actually going to help you? It's not going to be a net negative at the end of the day. Yeah. So, so instead, he goes off to much more friendly faces. Yeah, he, goes, he, he finds goes, his buddies. He goes to the lone gunman. To do some more breaking and entering. Yeah, which is surprising. Uh, you know, it seemed like the lone gunmen were sort of, were conscripted to just being those guys randomly hanging out in a shady basement mm-hmm. and not necessarily leaving it. But as Mulder says, they're going to put on something sexy and get prepared to do some funky poaching. Yeah, so they're going to go to a research facility where Mulder believes that the, he is going to find more information around Scully. So research facility tied to the fertility center, I guess. Yeah, and so this is like straight out of Mission Impossible, right? Including Mulder wearing the little <laughs> headset. Uh-huh, I love it. Which it's is very so good. Ethan Hunt is the name of Tom Cruise's character. I, think, I, in the Mission I Impossible. could not tell you. Have you I, seen any of them? Maybe one. Yeah, Mission I have Im- no earthly idea what his name is. It's Ethan. It's Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. Uh, Yes. It's his weird middle tooth and everything. Yeah. Uh, But basically they sneak their way in. You know, Mulder is with the bearded one and the other two are (laughs) hacking all the cameras and security systems. Mm -hmm. He's with buyers. It's a real covert operation. So it's buyers. Langley, because Langley, Langley has, has long hair, has long lead and Frohickey. We know Frohickey. He's the best. He's sort of he's he's our he's our favorite in the Bloom household. Uh, so yeah, so they they break in here. Meanwhile, as we talked about, Skinner is indeed going to meet with the yes. cigarette smoking man, basically saying like, "Yeah, I have to come to you here. It's like we need to save Scully's life. Help me." And cigarette smoking man's like, "I'll get back to you." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I already know what's happening. Yeah. Don't you worry." Uh, but you know what? You're gonna have to do something pretty big for me if you want this out of me. Yeah, and he's like, "Um, okay." <laughs> something that Mulder and Byers notice when they're going through this yes. research facility, whose name is right at the top of the uh, the leaderboard, Doctor Scantron. Doctor Scantron. Oh. 
they also find many versions of Kurt Crawford. Yeah, they find an entire room just full of Kurt Crawfords. Yeah, and so basically Mulder discovers like he's been working with, you know, that it's it's all not good. What yeah. the treatment under that Scully's undergoing is not good because the the clones explain to him what's going on with the fertility treatment. I've been watching so much Star Wars recently that yeah. like the word clone has taken on so many different yes. meanings. Well, these clones uh, harvested Ova. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So they were... But they're... And are trying to save the abducted woman's lives since they acted as their birth mothers, Yeah, I guess. basically what yeah. they reason is previously they were working on behalf of, you know, this the aliens that were with colonization. Mm-hmm. We see that when they take them back to those fish tanks that we saw all the way yes. back at the end of season one. Uh, and saying, like, oh, we're growing new ones. But they now want to work with Mulder. All the Crawfords mm-hmm. are working in, in, in one turn. Because they want to stop the colonization project. Yeah, they basically. feel like they are now regretting yes. the decisions they make. Because since, you know, these the eggs were used from these women to grow them, like you said, pervertedly... They consider these women their mothers. And they feel and, bad about they it. Want, they don't like their mommies dying. Yeah, exactly. So they're trying to save them by coming up with a treatment for the, the cancer. Um, also, uh, Mulder takes Scully's eggs. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> he does. He yeah, has them in a little test tube. He's got a little test tube. He's going he's gonna to sort of hold it. And he, he takes it. <laughs> yeah. He, well, listen, it's good to have on hand. Also, make sure that like nobody else gets it. I guess right? that's true. He doesn't want her like birthing alien-human hybrids unknowingly. And... We go back to the hospital. Jillian Anderson is looking rough. Yeah, she. Here. I would say sometimes they don't succeed on the makeup on the X Files, but this yeah, they we did talked a good about that job. with Dot Com. They did a good job here. I do feel like you you would see that she's sick, and she does a really good job of portraying that like tiredness. Yeah, no, you see like her eyes are sunken mm-hmm. in. She has all bags under her eyes because she's been under. She looks like me on a regular day. Yeah, but you are so beautiful. Oh, and thank full you. Of light. Thank you. Uh, but she's talking about because she's been undergoing this treatment, right? I don't know how much time has passed, but it's obviously uh, taken up. It takes effect very quickly. Yeah, she says it's already weakened her spirit and her mm-hmm. body. Basically, like she can barely get up. Yeah, maybe a couple. I, I felt like it was a couple days, which is wild. Yeah, that is absolutely wild. I don't know how quickly that stuff happens, but anyway, he comes to see her, um, and, he, and he does escape the gray-haired man who yeah. comes chasing after him after a while. But Penny's dead. Yeah, so Mulder goes into the hospital, finds out that Scully's gone. It's a really fun fake out because mm-hmm. you think like, oh my god, someone's taking Scully. But no, she was just down the hall because she was with, she's with Penny now in her dying moments. Yeah, in her dying moments. So sad. Um, but yeah, yeah. And she says Dr. Scantron isn't coming back, which I guess, is he not, do you think? No, so Byers, remember, they're in the thing and he basically tells Byers to go to Scully, tell her to stop treatment immediately and tell her what happened. Mm-hmm. Basically that Dr. Scantron what's his name, Scanlon, Scanlon, is not who he says he is and that the treatments are, like, not real. Like, they're not going to actually help you. So, um, you know, stop it. And I guess he's not coming back. So, yeah, yeah that's I mean, how she knows. Yeah, it's a little bit of, like, a cry check, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I've been found out. Well, let me skip out on town yeah. right now. Yeah, which is confusing. <laughs> so, in her final words, Penny tells Scully she has to be the one, mm-hmm. the one MUFON member to survive and not give up hope. Yeah, and so Scully says she's going to fight. She's going to fight this disease. Yeah. So she does look... In, again, really incredible performance from Jillian Anderson. Yeah. Just like so distraught. I think there's something Penny. about the height difference between them that I find intriguing and in the way they interact. Like sometimes it's like very, um, like 
Scully exhibits a lot of strength and a lot of status. Yeah. Even though she's so tiny. Yeah, small in stature, but big in status. Yeah, but in this moment, she does become very, like, small and fragile looking. Yeah, because Mulder is sitting outside the room, you know, lets them have their peace, and Scully walks out, and she just looks like... So sad. So sad, but also frazzled, Mm -hmm. like, sadzled, if you will. Sazzled. Like, it's very clear that she... You know, I think Penny dying might have, like, confirmed to her the terminal aspect of well, this. Well, memento the, mori. Yeah, like you said, that last week, it's the this what the, the image of death that is in the background. No, it's uh, knowing your own mortality. It's knowing that you are going to die. Yeah, and I think that as well, there's also probably some companionship, right? She probably mm-hmm. was, her and Penny were, were brothers in arms over the past couple of days yeah. going through these experimental treatments. So it's, it's a rough loss for her. Yeah, and I think it's something like a little bit beautiful about this conversation that they have. It's very like poignant, her and Mulder. Yeah, because she has now used this experience. You could definitely go down the fatalistic route, right? And be like, well, that's going to be me. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen no matter what. But she says, screw the treatment. I'm going to keep going with my work, you know, and Mulder it, she's not going fully optimistic, right? Mulder's like, okay, and then we're going to find a way to cure yeah. you. And she's, she basically sighs, saying, people live with cancer, they yeah. carry on, and so will I. I have things to finish, but, you know, when I go, I go, but that's not going to stop me from from pursuing. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's, like, very much her her way to be. Yeah. She's a fighter. And I love that. I love that this would be a very Scully-like way to approach it, right? Like, no matter what the situation is. And mm-hmm. there probably is some sort of remedy inside or at least the help they can receive uh through the powers that be given as yeah. we talk about with the cigarette smoky band like there certainly is stuff that they don't know yet but at least in the moment that doesn't matter to her all she's saying is like let me make good with the time i have right now which i find very inspiring yeah i will say there's one aspect of this that will come up later in the season and then in the series is the fact that scully is now barren oh that Mulder has not told her that yet oh oh yeah because because that's, that's what they found out that's what he found out that they took their eggs he has them in his pocket oh, wow that makes things oh that makes things so, so if sad you, when we were talking yeah. about home with like oh mm-hmm. you want to be a mom mm-hmm Wow. And that will be very relevant. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So tough stuff. I mean, tough conversations, tough, like everything. Um, and there'll be an episode in season five, a couple episodes actually where we explore that even more. So um, let's talk about how they end this scene though. Cause you mm-hmm. pointed this out. There's a moment, right? Where like he hugs her, like you said, he does his thing. So Mulder does this with Scully a lot where he'll put both hands on her face and it always seems like he's going to kiss her. And it's always like, don't do it. <laughs> well, that's interesting because apparently in one take, David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson did improvise a, a kiss. kiss. Yeah. Because they have that relationship where it's like very like, um, is this romantic? Is it not romantic? It's like very much so platonic love with like an inkling of it. Yeah. But Chris Carter objected to it because I think yes. he wanted to find another place for it. Just objectively, I'm happy it didn't happen. It just, it didn't feel like if you had to make it happen, this did not feel like the right place. No, but the way that they're standing together, you do get a little bit of like a, uh, huh? Huh? I don't know. Maybe it's just because like she, is on I just her deathbed, yes, and I'm like, I don't true. know if this is... No, but you're not supposed to think that you're such a boy. Like, I feel <laughs> like you're thinking of it in the way of, like, sex, and it's not about that. It's about love. So he puts, like, it's like, you can kiss somebody and not think about, like, you're, you know, like, doing it. 
Oh. Okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I think that's the, maybe it's cause I'm a, I'm like a more romantic. You are, you are, you are I'm a romantic as well. I'm very romance. You're very romance, to Not quote a, Bluey. To quote <laughs> her Something favorite that should show. Be noted. Spencer points this out and I believe we, we found that out in our, our backstory mm. as well. So only one acting award between the two leads has been won for the XS. We talked about it with, uh-huh. uh, with Peter Boyle, but Jillian Anderson won an Emmy. For this episode. Yeah, so this is one of the episodes that is very highly ranked among all the lists. If you look online, if you're like, what are the best episodes of X-Files of all time? This is like up there. And it's one of the best arc episodes for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I really loved it. I like the fact that they were able to, not that I don't love our doubleheader podcast, but I love the fact that we were able to sort of mm-hmm. like get through the fat a little bit and and really cram everything into one episode, but also not get rid of the emotionality of it at the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like this is one of my faves too. It's just, it's, it's really well done. It is dark. It's uh, very dark. I, I have a feeling, Angela, that season four is not the lark. No, I think it might be. no. I think that we maybe have gotten through some of the more larky episodes of the season. Um, I will say season five has some downers as well, but it does have one of my favorite episodes of all time. Okay. So we'll get to that as well. I think. Well, but we're that not getting into like the the Jose Chungs of the world. You know, that's not. I th- I don't think there's anything in this season. So the next episodes that we're going to watch are more arc episodes. There mm-hmm. were, you know, the ones that are in between that are, um, you know, are uh, the, what do you call them? Monster of the Week episodes are not funny. Like, no, there's no. one, like, that's about, what's the one? So there's one, Kaddish, which is a homicide in a Jewish community. Oh, boy. And then there's Unrequited, which is an assassination of a high-ranking military off- official. Yeah, not great. In terms of uh, <laughs> Scully as a character, I mean... Uh, well... I'm forgetting one of the episodes that I don't think we're going to watch, which is called Small Potatoes, Ooh. Uh, which is about a bunch of babies being born with tails. Oh, boy. Great. You know, I'm good. No, no let me. Let no, me. but it's it's done in like a, a comedic way. OK, they think it's like a, a blessing. Say, give me a couple weeks without child trauma for a little bit. on this Yeah, show. honestly, I'm looking at the episodes now for season four. And then there's another Monster of the Week episode that is Mulder and Scully track a series of homicides that lead to a home for the mentally ill. Like, OK, yeah, season four. Four is a mood. It, it really is. A is. Mood. Well, it started out in the in a haha way, and then it went. Nope, just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, it started out. It starts. The second episode is home. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so it's. It like, does oh, not sound. This is what we are from the beginning. I'm listen. I am fine with it. I don't need everything to be funny. I just think no, but that- it's rare. It's weird actually. And now that I'm looking at it, that there are not as many like funny or. I guess they didn't get into that as much this season with all the arc episodes, which is fine because again, there's some really deep emotionally yes. rich impactful material another thing that i really liked about this episode is it did feel like a connector with mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like it's odd to say this felt the most maybe the most grounded x-files episode i've seen yeah. so far yeah and maybe it's it's again it's still dealing with alien abduction but i think because there's no new freaky stuff that's introduced yeah. necessarily it all connects back to stuff we know like the alien human hybrids mm-hmm. and the abductions and move although on. i will say we did skip an arc we skipped uh, Tunguska and Terma. All right. Well, listen, we are a firmly <laughs> anti-Russia podcast here. <laughs> no, so. I I just didn't want to talk about Crycheck. Sorry, everyone. That's fine. He, but yeah, remember when I said he comes back? He came back. He lives and to, he's gone. He lives to kill another day. Yeah, those were before Paper Hearts anyway. So. Yeah, it's fine. But in terms of the episodes that come up, because uh, you said there's a couple of Monster of the Week episodes mm-hmm. between that and what we're covering next. 
is it really like acknowledged at all or is it more so Scully's- it's talked about but oh, it's okay. like it's not like like it's mostly it's just annoying but it's mostly Mulder being like are you sure you're okay okay like, so it's, but it's not Scully being like this has tantamountly affected the way I approach these episodes no it's never Scully it's always Mulder being like are you sure you can do I mean, this to be fair Scully does have that attitude at the end yeah. like, like I'm gonna keep going it's Mulder that's more so mm-hmm. like okay I'm gonna treat you with kid gloves now yeah exactly and I think she gets a little annoyed with that too but I really enjoyed watching this episode. I think yeah. it was really beautifully done. I mean, as much as we talk about how out of this world literally the X-Files is, yeah. everyone knows someone in their life who has dealt with cancer, unfortunately. Yeah, I and mean, so I, I do think, again, as as people thought it might have been tropey at the time, I think approaching this subject in the way that they did in a very like dramatized, grounded manner was appropriate yeah. and it had the the ability to do so in Jillian Anderson's performance. Yeah, and it wasn't something like, okay, this is just your, I don't want to say run-of-the-mill cancer, but like something more common. It's something very specific to the series and I think that that, um, that helps the case as well. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a game changer for the series. <laughs> sure I can is. Imagine. You'll see. All right, well, we will see two episodes next week. We took oh, a baby. brief break from the double headers, but as Angela mentioned, we are getting into two more arc episodes we're going to season four, episode 17, Tempest Fugit, and season four, episode 18, Max. So I can only assume <laughs> yeah. the speckled long hair conspiracy yes. freak is coming back. Yes, to an extent. Um, oh. But yeah, Max, he'll be here. He'll be here. I mean, last time we saw him, you'll see both. His, um, his essence was being like absorbed by yeah. an invisible alien, and he yeah. disappeared. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what happens. Please don't. <laughs> I'm excited to see what happens. I am. I am. Uh, I can't remember how much I, I feel like these were like meh for me, but I feel like I'll enjoy them more watching them with you. Yeah, it'll be a fun time. And I hope you all watch along with us as well. Take a trip back to 1997 with us as we watch Tempest Fusion. <laughs> And Max. I'm glad we we now changed this little like <laughs> end of podcast plug for the next podcast while you're doing some sort of like Americana commercial. Like, yeah. come on down to our general store. Exactly. Don't you miss the days of Tempest Fugit and no, Max? That's a little too home. <laughs> little, oh no, yeah. Let's let's stay away from that. Uh, but yeah, next week, season four, episode seventeen and eighteen. Write us your thoughts as Spencer Gritley does every week. Brendan Fitzpatrick as well. Bloom Files at PostShowRecaps.com. X Files at PostShowRecaps.com. Follow us on Twitter at a Mike Bloom type at Ange Palagi at Post Show Recaps. Spook of the week for this I week. We're gonna forget. Um, Doctor Scantron. Mm, he's pretty freaky. He's okay. I'm gonna go with Doctor Scantron. I'm gonna go with the clones. With the Crawfords. Yeah, with the Kirk Crawfords. They're no Cindy Crawford. I'll tell you. They that. just have a weird blank stare on their face that I, yeah. I didn't love. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they just all have vacant expressions, and that got passed along in the it DNA. It wasn't good. I wasn't. Their, their into one it. mommy from the eggs was just someone who did not have a the best stare. A little bit of stare. an ADHD situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week again, Tempest Fugit and Max. We'll talk to you all next week. But until then, case closed. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.